My name is Ronnie Edwards and I'm the director of Pomodi Creators. Thank you for joining us. So the quick backdrop to this podcast is that we are super excited to be launching Portsmouth's Inspirational Women's Awards. Say it with me. Inspirational Women. They are everywhere, sometimes quietly, sometimes loudly, making an impact to their communities. And we want to celebrate them. You can go online to promotecreatives.org.uk and nominate your person in time for International Women's Day. The women interviewed in this particular series are actually on the selection panel for the awards and are trailblazers in their own way. Enjoy. So many stories where I So I'm here with the lovely Lulu from Love South Sea, um, who was very generous with her time and has made herself available um, for this inspirational woman of Pots. Portsmouth podcast, but not only that, she's going to be one of our trailblazers. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited about that. That means um, Lulu uh, will be part of the selection panel for the next round of Inspirational Women of Portsmouth. So humbling, so good. Um, so I remember the first time I met you. Still, it was great. It was one of those. You're one of those personalities that you just don't forget in a hurry. Oh. If you ask everyone, when was the what was the first time you met Lulu like? They'll tell you. Oh, God. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember what you said to me? You were like, I asked you to have a look at some marketing material, and you were, let's say, quite forthcoming, in your opinion. And I loved it. Oh, I loved good. it. I was like, I <laughs> wish the world were like this all the time. I wish everyone just told it like it was. I just think if I believe in something, yeah. I want it to succeed, yeah. and I want it to succeed well. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, this does not portray you. Yeah. And <laughs> but I probably brilliant. didn't say it in that way. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. And you, you, I instantly became one of your biggest fans from that. Oh. So tell Feelings us about mutual. yourself. Tell us about yourself, Lulu. What, what, what is what Lulu me? all about? Well, I'm very wing it. Wing I'm a very wing it kind of girl. <laughs> so I've never had an agenda. I've never had a purpose, really. Mm. I was born in Portsmouth. I'm a Portsmouth girl. Mm. Um, born in St Mary's. So I haven't travelled far in that sense. Um, I've been on my second marriage to Charlie Whitmore, which is lovely. He did the filming. He's a filmmaker. He's very clever, isn't he? He's such a cutie and patient. He needs to be. He lives. We've we've got two girls together, so um, he needs to be patient. Yeah. (laughs) Uh Yeah, he's great for me. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, so he's a a lot of why I do what I do because he's so supportive and he's so good and he just goes with it and he doesn't ever question anything. He just sort of like goes. But then we're very we're very good at bouncing off each other. He's Mm. always pushing me forward Mm. to do other things and he's pushing himself. You know, I'm not allowed to have a hanger. He gets us out of bed in the morning. (laughs) That's a good thing. That's it's very handy. We'd all be lying in bed if it weren't for him. Yeah. <laughs> but you wouldn't have this empire that you have. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to call it an empire because I think it's amazing. I'm always so surprised when people have heard of it. I get so excited when they buy a T-shirt <laughs> off me. Like I had a market stand in the D-Day, D-Day, the D-Day celebrations. Yeah. And so many people come and brought tops off me because I don't work the stand very often anymore because sure. I'm so, so busy. It sounds awful. Mm. I love working the stand. Yeah. And when they come and brought a T-shirt off me, I was so excited. Oh, like, oh my God, you brought a T-shirt off lovely. me. That's amazing. So for those of you who don't know, uh, <laughs> open bracket, I'll be surprised. Close bracket. 
tell us what, what that um, what it is. is. Yeah. Um, so Love Salsi is, I would say, fourfold, so maybe fivefold. So Love Salsi. So the first is markets. Mm-hmm. So I basically started markets 10 years ago. Um, do you want me to talk about how it happened? Yeah. Yes. So what it was, I left school. Uh-huh. I was rubbish at school, so I'm dyslexic. I stumbled my way through school, and I was really good at sport. Don't you think it's rubbish that that word dyslexic is so difficult to spell? Oh, no, I can, I d- I can spell it now. It's can fine. You? Yeah. I can't. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> we digress. Go. So I went with my strengths. I've got an extremely supportive family. I've mm-hmm. got... I, you know, I hear so many horror stories about parents messing up lives and things, mm. and I'm so I've got the best mum, dad, and brother, mm. so supportive, mm. so good. Even as an early age, my dad could tell that I was really intelligent, but the school was going just stupid. Mm. So um, luckily for me, he took me on, realised dyslexic, sent me to a dyslexic school, and I did yeah. well there confidently. Yeah. And it's Mabel High School in Southsea. To oh, okay. this point where they've still... They basically gave me the idea for Love Southsea. They, oh, really? They've constantly nurtured me. Even now I'm nearing 50. Whoa. My school is still supporting me. Oh, which lovely. is nuts. And it's where? nuts. It's, yeah, they're great. They're such a nurturing school, honestly. I've oh. let go of it now. I'm nearly 50, for God's sake. <laughs> so I left... I, my strength was swimming. I was a swimmer. Oh, I used to swim for Hampshire. <laughs> Well, That's because the web feet. I did feet. not know that. <laughs> I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, so I've become a lifeguard. Uh-huh. And I was one of the lifeguards at Pyramids when the Pyramids first opened. A so we um, had great. Ago. And then you remember Davy Jones from the Monkeys? You know the Monkeys? The Monkeys. Hey, you know hey, Shrek? Yes. No. Right, so right. them. Yeah. Davy Jones is British and he ended up living in, ha- in Bedhampton. And oh, he right. often went down my flume, love. <laughs> Okay, let's put some I let, context I let him, to that. Um, I let him press my hooter every now and again. at the pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was exciting. So, and then from the age of 19, I bought my first house. I saved okay. up back in the day where I bought a two-up, two-down and haven't road for like £22,000. It's crazy. I just can't imagine it's like, nuts. a world where you That's can... what we did. We saved up £4,000, bought my first wow. house, moved out at 19. And I really enjoyed the process of buying and mm. buying the house so I thought I really want to be an estate I'm agent yeah. I like that idea so mm. from lifeguarding went into being an estate agent uh-huh. I was a estate agent for years and years and years met my Charlie oh. he was my negotiator I used to come and measure this house up with me young lad you know oh. that sort of thing and then from that we I went from being a negotiator to branch manager to sure. area manager sure. so did a lot of property knew a lot of property mm. met a lot of people mm. and you learn a lot from doing a sales sure. job, you learn a lot, you see a lot, yeah. you get a lot of empathy, yeah. and you work out how to work someone out quite quickly. Uh-huh. From that, we ended up having a couple of children, and then I ended up working for Harry Redknapp in, in London. Oh, Harry. <laughs> so Harry at the time was our manager at Portsmouth Football Club. Okay, so did I you become managed by then? Yeah, right. so he was manager at Portsmouth Football Club, and I was doing a lot of Peter Story, who actually was the chairman at the time of Portsmouth Football Club okay. two years ago. Okay. And then I sold Harry the nightclubs along the seafront. Listen to this present this silence. Nuts. This is nuts. <laughs> this is nuts. So it's your fault. That's <laughs> <laughs> my fault. Yeah. So... From that, I ended up doing some work in London, yeah. and, it, and the recession hit. So, uh, so we had done we done a lot of property developing. So basically, Charlie and I 
for about five years, mm. lived the high life. We mm. were making money like no tomorrow. Mm. We were buying and selling property, doing deals, being the typical mm. Pompey builder mm -hmm. developers. Hustling it. Right. <laughs> so that was basically us in a nutshell. Mm. And we ended up having the, am I allowed to swear? Go ahead. Bullshit house. <laughs> which nobody that's needs. That's not sorry. That's nobody lame. needs. Nobody <laughs> needs. We bought this house in Demi's development. As in really big, beautiful. Five bedroom. It was a five bedroom house mm. which was um, listed. It was mm. built the same year as William Shakespeare was born. Oh wow! So it was Grade Two listed, thatched cottage, huge house, four receptions, wowzers. overflow car park, barn, granary, dairies, everything. The whole shebang. In Portsmouth. It was in Demi's. Demi's. Right. So, um, basically, 2007, the, the market crashed. Yeah. We were sat in a house that was valued at 1.5. Mm. Overnight, we had properties out all over the place. So, mm. all our investments were out all at once. It went, oh. and we lost, like, 800,000 overnight. Oh, my goodness. It's fine. Man. Thing is, me and Charlie never had the money. We made the money. And I'm thinking, if you were born, born with money and it. lost it, it might be quite mm. tricky. But I'm thinking, I've never really, it never affected me. Never affected me at all. Mm. I just said to Charlie, we've got to sell this as quick as we can. Sold it for 800, got out with our nose clean, mm -hmm. bit of debt, mm -hmm. put all the kids in our car, mm -hmm. everything, animals, axolotls, we had <laughs> dogs, cats, a lot, chunkled all into it, and then um, went and rented this house in Southie because it was before people rented, really, because it was before the market really crashed. Yeah. We got a really good deal. Uh -huh. And we were there for like five years. It was like a salvation house in Southsea. And I was okay. loving Southsea life. Mm. I'm thinking, why have I not ever lived in Southsea before? Mm. This is amazing. Go from to Went to school in Southsea, but yeah. lived in Waterlooville, lived in Cosham, yeah. lived all in the area, but not in the actual yeah. Southsea. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. I remember one time we were in this house and I had the kids were all really little. And I remember going in the bedroom, shutting the curtains and reading to them because I know the debt collector was coming to knock on the door. Oh, bless you. So we were hiding from the debt collector oh, and we you. were saying to them, just don't make any noise, don't make any noise like that. But it, it never, ever, it never, it didn't affect us. We were oh. so happy that our kids, we spent so much time with the kids and we thought, right, we need to regenerate ourselves sure. quickly yeah. to make some money. Yeah. The kids were still at private school. We yeah. still had to fund it. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, we had no outgoings because everything went like that yeah. other than the rent. Yeah. So I went to a school. I said, went back to the school and I said, I'll join the PTA. Right. I've got skills. Got I've got stuff to do. Time. Let's have a yeah. go. Yeah. So I went and did that. And they, had, they held this weird shopping night where lots of mums yeah. and families came along, had a table, and they, they brought out what they'd made uh -huh. or what they were dealing in. or uh -huh. Not dealing, it sounds awful. They, yeah. like, brought and sold. And yeah, yeah. I was thinking, there's a market for this. There's a market market for this. Yeah. And I had this yeah. bright, this light bulb moment thinking, uh -huh. this needs a market. We need a market. Because uh -huh. other than Charlotte Street Market, which is a commercial road, which is more fruit and veg, mm. the, the handbag stands, the rugs. There was nothing else. There was nothing unique, nothing creative. Everyone was oh, shutting really? their That's shops. Awesome. So people were shutting their shops yeah. because the recession had hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also... And downsizing. And downsizing. And the Love, Love Southie came because I was working in London selling all these hotels and doing, I had these million pound projects mm -hmm. and I'd rock up to a meeting in London around a table. I remember being the only girl sat around a table mm -hmm. and all these 
miserable Londoners, mm. thinking, why has a girl from Portsmouth got a mandate to sell this? So I'd lie and sell from Ascot. Would they literally, would they literally <laughs> say that out loud? Would they, they said that out loud. You could see it. They yeah. were like, you're from Portsmouth and you're selling this hotel. Why have you got the authority to sell that? I'm thinking, right, because mm. I'm better than you lot. Mm. I've got the mandate. You haven't. You want to mm. sell it. So, and I got the impression really quickly, working in London, that a lot of Londoners, not all Londoners, but a lot of Londoners, regarded Portsmouth as a very low-rate place to be. Mm. Very low-rate people, mm. very low-rate. The whole thing should just be ignored and abandoned. And that got me so angry, So because I loved right. it. It's my home. I was born in Portsmouth. Yeah. We're very Portsmouth proud. You can yeah. only go to a football game and realise this is where we're at. Yeah. It's yeah. all about supporting. Yeah. So... The lame Love Safety came about is because, like, right, fine, forget everyone else in the yeah. world, forget London, forget yeah. everyone else, let's just look after ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And I, we did this whole Pompey Pound thing. I pioneered it on Express FM. Express FM okay. have always been amazing with me and worked with oh. them for 10 years now. And I said, like, we're going to start a market and yeah. we're going to have the idea of the market is so people can earn money in this recession. They can come That's out, fantastic. they can make their knitting, they can sell sweets they can sell their jams they can do whatever and we will support and pioneer them and we will spend here yeah so we did this whole pompey pound like it's let's look after ourselves let's look after that forget everyone else oh that's fantastic so the love you know what you give me feels you give me feels (laughs) all up my arm so so, adore that so it was the it was the whole love going in without yeah yeah and it's spread out yeah and um, okay. and that's how the markets. That's how we got the name, and that's how the markets evolved. Yeah. And to me, it's iconic. Love Sassy. It just it is part of the makeup of Portsmouth. Love it. So yeah, that's fantastic. Love it. What you yeah, achieved cool. there is brilliant. Nice. So that was the market. And what else is there apart? So from the markets, I had a lot of people. We had, we started the Facebook page. The Facebook mm. page rapidly grew really fast, mm. um, and we put on shows. And then I was thinking, nothing. Everyone goes, nothing ever and happens. And you monetized that. Well, you, I, there's no, there's no money in events, but, uh, but <laughs> ever. Like, like in advertising, and I know that. Yeah, you've been trying to tell Not me. Not yeah. <laughs> well, that yeah. I do now, but only because it's so big. Yeah. And it's yeah. only if, it, it, you know, I'll tell you about that in a sec. But yeah. so event-wise, nothing was going on. So um, I created Victoria, Vin- Victoria, Victorious Vintage uh-huh. in 2011 right. in the dockyards. So it was a rip-off from Wayne, um, Wayne Hemingway. We went to his vintage event in London. Absolutely loved it. I thought, we could do something like this in Portsmouth. Especially in the dockyard with the the Victory and the the Warrior and everything like that. And um, and obviously Victorious was my dad's ship in the Navy, HMS Victorious. So it was all like a bit of a play on words. Nice. And I left it after year one. The boys have obviously taken it on and they've created this phenomenal event on the Common, which is beautiful because in a way they've kept it at a level where it's still a lot of the local people go to it Mm. they haven't really done a bit where it's going to be massive massive Mm. names and all the local people won't get a look in because it's going to be sold in seconds yeah and now you're actually referring to just in case people don't realize victorious festival victorious festival did you hear that people are you realizing where this all came from (laughs) yeah yeah so and it's again doing events is is full-time work Mm. so it's but I got I got the bug. You're so passionate. About I got the it. bug for it. So and then I I teamed up with my lovely Luke Batts from Astoria Nightclub. He owns Astoria Nightclub. Okay. 
and we created the other side of the city. We wanted to create another event and we created Mutiny Festival. Very good. And I worked on Mutiny for three years mm. and like I got you know, I got to meet these incredible people mm. um, in the world of music, got to see lots of things, did some crazy stuff. Um, met Snoop Dogg. Like yeah. the fact that I'm sat here ten years ago saying I'm going to meet Snoop Dogg yeah. in Portsmouth yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Um, exactly. I remember I remember seeing driving along and seeing mutiny, a huge poster for mutiny, and having to do a double take. Yeah. Because I thought Snoop there was an, a, a typo. <laughs> I was like, Snoop Dogg. I know. I'm <laughs> being really thrown. Luke Batts is a genius. He's a genius. Incredible. He works incredibly hard yeah. and he can get these incredible yeah. acts. He's so yeah. clever. So hats off to him. To be part of that is phenomenal. And we shouldn't think like that as Portland. We shouldn't. We, I should have looked at that and thought, yeah, of course. Shouldn't I? We no, should it's think that. crazy. <laughs> no, no, no. We it's crazy. Think, okay, yeah, Snoop Dogg, of course. Did it's so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so it's like crazy it's things like that. I remember um, it's just the crazy things we've done on that. It's just nuts. Oh. So, yeah, so that happened. Lots of adventures there. Yeah. So you've been behind Love Salsi. Yeah, so I founded Love Salsi, founded Victorious, and founded Mutiny. And founded Victorious. Yeah. And founded Mutiny. Yeah. All because Which of what the Londoners used to think about us. No, but, but it was. It, that yeah. was your metaphorical hold my drink, wasn't it? Like, yeah, totally. Portsmouth. And actually, Portsmouth is so good to do something. The council here are so supportive. Mm. If you have an idea, go see them because there's so many offices there that can help you politically. All the parties are so good. Mm. They'll all really help you. Mm. And I'm thinking... If you want to create something, if you're going to do it in Portsmouth, you're going to more likely succeed because so the local mm. people will support you. Mm. Well, that's fantastic to hear and really encouraging. Like you take the market somewhere else, it might not work because people won't buy off a market stand. But yeah. keep it in Portsmouth, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> For, uh, because it's people owning it as well. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Um, and what else have you done? I, th I think you were going to mention something else. Yeah, so the marketing side of things, where we kept doing events, the mm. Facebook grew. Obviously, I'm very lucky because the name Love Southsea, people think Southsea, they follow it. So I mm. think I'm very lucky on the name with mm. that. Mm. But I think we do really interesting things. We get to see what's going on. Mm. People are engaged in it because mm. I get sent so many wonderful, brilliant photography from our local photographers of the area. We have lots of events that happen. We have a lot of music, massive music movement in Portsmouth. Yeah. Like I, I spoke to Darren today on Express. I remember going to Drift Bar, upstairs in Drift Bar, and seeing a young Eliza Doolittle singing up there, hiding oh, behind right. her hair. Before you know, she came, became famous. Before she came famous. Oh. We've, we've got, and the Wedgwood Rooms, we've had so many massive yes, bands yes, come through the Wedgwood yeah. Rooms. I think we've got so much going on. It's an easy platform mm. to talk about um, what we're doing because... Mm. And then obviously off the back of that, we have a local weekly reach of 350,000 people. Oh my giddy arse. That's nuts. It comes with great responsibility. You've got to be Indeed. careful. So our emphasis on the page is to be a bit like Hello Magazine. So bright pictures, happy stories, no yeah. negativity. Fantastic. We all need a bit of that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, that's amazing reach. I oh, know, it's what nuts. Especially with my dyslexia, it gets quite hairy sometimes, oh, but you know. <laughs> and how do you, like, look after you in all of that? Because that, that's... I have so much fun. 
You, you enjoy it? I don't ever have... I never know what day of the week it is. I don't have routine. I don't uh-huh. have... Um, I don't... There's nothing, there's nothing in my job that I hate doing. Every yeah. single thing I love to do. Yeah. Even getting up at stupid o'clock and putting yeah. up marquees. It doesn't bother me. It's great fun. Yeah. I have amazing market managers. My yeah. traders are beautiful. The supporters of the market are great. So, so it's good great, fun. Great team Even like you. a freezing cold, rainy, horrible March day. Yeah. With, it's yeah. fun. Yeah. So there's never any moments or seasons where you're like, Lulu, stop, rest. Do no, I love, you know that whole calm, everyone, you've got to be calm and not, I love chaos and I love, <laughs> I love chaos. That's so refreshing. Like I've got obviously like since we've been sat here, I've had like five missed calls from my children. Yeah. I've got three kids and they're just as mental as I am. Charlie's yeah. a lunatic. So I don't know. We do watch a lot of telly. We do a lot. We do a lot. We do a lot. We do a lot of the box sets. I yeah. love love a good series. I've just finished Stranger Things last night. I love all that. The last the yeah. last episode, and I was like, wow. I know that's really <laughs> the best telly I've seen in a long yeah. time. Films, I love films. So, yeah. and we get to do, we get to see like work. Like the other day is going to a restaurant, taking pictures and eating food. That's not work. That's fantastic. That's just fun, isn't that's it? That's a wonderful. And job. I don't yeah. have anyone to answer to. So you, and you, so your vocation and your passion sit quite nicely alongside each other. Yeah, really. So it doesn't feel like a job. And I think where I lost all that money and lost it, mm. so back in 2003, mm. when it was, no, 2007, yeah. I've always had to drive now never to have to have that whole, I'm going to go to a, go and get my pint of milk and I've got no money and mm. the card's being with, you know, mm. what is it when you declined? That the whole decline feeling. Mm. I just warn people now that this might not go through. Yeah. Oh, and it's um, there's such a sense of gratitude that comes from when you come out of a place of where you're handing your card over and you're like, oh Lord Jesus. Yeah. Please don't let me money. I, I think there's ten pounds in there. No. I'm not going to look you in the eye. And when you come out of that kind of season, there is a, such a sense that can be such a sense of gratitude, can't oh, there? God, it's like I've never ever be how I was. I yeah. used, to, we used to spend money like water and it was like, I'd never do that now. I would, mm. every single item I buy is mm. thought out mm. and I invest wisely and I don't worry, I don't invest badly. I always make sure everything, you know, as much yeah. as you can. Yeah. And I'm not that bothered about money anymore. I don't care about money. Money doesn't drive me. There's I'm more about, I'm more about having fun making sure my kids are fun yeah. making sure my kids are happy yeah. I'm not I don't you know as long as they've got a roof over their head and you know they've got reasonable trainers on their feet yeah. I'm not mon- money driven at all that's wonderful freedom but it brings me on to my next question I was, I was, I'm curious to know if the, who if anyone inspires you um, to do you, what you Ronnie do. I'll stop <laughs> it <laughs> I just I just actually I love working with the youth. I love yeah. working yeah. with kids. I love working mm. with teenagers. They really inspire me. I love it. I love, mm. uh, maybe it's being ageist, but I feel like older. Pe- there's a lot of older people are set in their ways and they don't change quick enough. Mm. I think in this day and age, especially with the way we see the high streets changing, the way we exercise is changing, yeah. the way we order food is changing, everything's yeah. changing at a rapid pace that yeah. you have to move so fast. Yeah. If you don't move fast enough, you're not going to keep up. And I, and I work with lots of businesses and I get so frustrated when they don't listen to, not that I'm right, but I feel like you've got to listen to the youth coming up and I think the youth are just fabulous and I just, 
love everything they say to me and I just take it on board. And it's not one particular person, it's just basically just being young that, that energy. Yeah. I totally agree. Mm. I, I can see that. Um, and I was also just wondering as well, um, as a woman who's achieved so much, um, yeah. and I don't think I have. I, I did. I, I think <laughs> I think you are Thanks. such an inspiration because <laughs> of all the things that you've listed and more. But what what would you say is is maybe from your observation quite a challenge for women in Portsmouth? I think it's always hard because foremost, if you're a woman and you're a mother, you you always put your mothering first, mm. and obviously. Um, I think you've got to be loud. I'm very a very confident person. I'm quite loud. I'm quite theatrical, and I think that helps. But I also feel that um, anxiety does get in the way of a lot of things. Mm. I think as you get older, like I'm obviously on premenopausal now, so I'm, in a couple of years' time, I'm going to be fifty. Mm. So I feel that it, you get different through different pockets of your life. You get different worries, mm. and anxiety is a huge problem. I know when I did my third year of mutiny, it was so hard. I had um, I was full time mother, full time yeah. love selfie, full time doing events. Yeah. So in a way, I had like three full time jobs. Sure, sure. So instead of going to the doctor asking for drugs, I basically cut out sugar, cut out caffeine, uh-huh. and exercise. Oh my. Just ex- and that helped? And it's the only thing that got me through it, or else mm-hmm. I would have probably had a breakdown. That's really interesting. So, it was But just... was there not a part of that process where you tried to eke out some downtime? Well, yeah, because I got through that. I knew after third year, I said, like, I've got to, I've got to come away from it now. This yeah, is yours. It's up yeah. and running. Yeah, I love yeah. you. I'll always be there for you, yeah, but you need but to I leave need me. To. Yeah, and I don't think I'll probably do another event. I'm more. Ha- I'd rather be a supportive role now sure, than actually sure. put events on. Even the event you did, it's mm. it's stressful. It is. And I've done my time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna sit and drink my yeah. glass of wine now. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so just the, the the different identities you'd say you that women have is And quite I think people need to realise that you know at the end of the day, like I talk to so many different people. Like I've got some friends that are MPs. Mm. And their mums, at the end of the day, they're at the school gate, they have the same problems, they have the same worries. They're not super women, mm. you know? They're just normal people, mm. just maybe trying to... Young Caroline Dynage, obviously MP mm. for Gosport, she was my buddy from the age of four. Yeah. When I was a dyslexic child back in the classroom and we had teachers that were horrible nuns, she would be there sticking up for me. Oh, so she's always had it within her that to like... justice. But yeah. she's still only a mum and she's still just mm. a normal person. So mm. I think sometimes you've got to give them slack. You've mm. got to have a bit of empathy. And you've got... But my big thing at the moment is uh-huh. opinions. 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 So opinions, basically, right. if you're looking online, people are angry online. Mm. And when they're online, they're three times stronger online than they are face-to-face. Mm. What they say to me online is probably not what they say to me if they met me in public. Mm-hmm. So, and my opinion's this, their opinion's this. Mm-hmm. Just because our opinions don't match, don't mean to say that I'm right or they're right. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's a different matter of opinion. Sure. But online, it gets quite, blown out of proportion. Quite passionate. And I yeah. think everyone needs to calm down, just have more empathy and listen to what people are saying. Yeah, I totally agree. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> You're so wonderful. I have had a brilliant time. Sorry, I do talk you. for England. 
not as much as me. So <laughs> so I have a podcast. So I start a podcast so I could just talk a lot. Yeah, yeah. And, and listen <laughs> to people's stories. Um, really enjoyed spending some time with you. Thank you so much, Lulu. That's okay. Thanks for you. So in case, and I'd be really surprised if this was the case, in case people want to find out a little bit more about Love South Sea, could you just signpost us to where... Yeah, so if you want to know me, follow me on Instagram because it's a different voice to my Facebook. So Love Salsi on Instagram is an insight of my daily life. It's okay. like a diary of what I do every day. Obviously, talking to my plants and feeding the cat, you know, that sort of thing. You've got amazing plants. <laughs> and um, Love Salsi, the Facebook's really good for information. And if you do want to become a trader, mm-hmm. please in, on contact us, lovesalsi.co.uk. Fantastic. Brilliant. Thank you for your time. Okay. <laughs>